It's the Ed and Bob Show, number 43. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. And you and you and you. And guess what, Ed? Good morning. It's another day. It is. It's boy, oh boy. I couldn't wait to get back in the studio. We got so much to talk about. Man, man, we should be doing this every day on a radio station. Live. We would drive people nuts. Advertisers would be standing in line. Come on, somebody hire us, would you? That's right. Bring it on. We're ready. We're, we've been working out and everything. Yeah, I really have. I've been through therapy. <laughs> yeah, you look a lot better. Thank you. Uh, of course, you looked pretty bad before. So. Yeah, I did. I really did. Hey, hey, whoa. Hey, everybody, this is the Ed and Bob Show. We're glad to have you with us. I'm Bob. That's Ed. And he's going to tell you what's coming up this next 30 minutes. All right. We've got our question of the day. We also, mm-hmm. we're going to talk about something that's very important. Mm-hmm. Our topic of the day. Okay. For the first time, there are more jobs than unemployed people. Wow. How did that flip? That's crazy. It is, isn't it? I just couldn't believe when I read all that. That's the first time ever. ever. Wow. So I look forward to talking about it. I remember talking about opiates and things like that, that there's enough for two of every person in America or something. Mm -hmm. So now there's more jobs. There's enough jobs for each person can have two jobs. That's just, (laughs) wow. I mean, I look forward to talking about it. I got a lot to say about it. It's going to be good. So what else are we going to talk about? Well, we have our questions of the day. Mm -hmm. We have our complaints. Mm -hmm. We have our mail. Yeah, we got that. And I've got some interesting information for you, too. So, okay, let's get into it then. Tell everybody, this is, we'll just get into the news portion of this. A lot of things going on in the news. I got something, if if you don't have a whole lot, but uh, what do you want to talk about? What do you want to talk about in the news? Well, uh, first of all, I saw this report, you know, that came out, uh, and and the Democrats were lined up, ready, (laughs) ready to pounce. On yeah. Trump, because he was going to be yeah. colluding with the Russians. Yeah. And the guy said, yeah. he didn't do anything. He didn't do a thing. <laughs> he didn't do anything. So and they were shocked. Yeah, well, they knew there was something. There just had to be something. And then they, then the, you know, they don't know what to do or say. Right. So, uh, I, I, you know, if I'm Trump, honestly, <clears throat> I know a lot of people hate Trump, because he does things that rub everybody wrong. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, yeah. he does things that I go, what are you doing? Yeah. But... Nonetheless, if you're being accused over and over and over and over and over for something, and it's they do a, a government, FBI, State Department investigation into you. Well, that doesn't mean he's clear of everything. Well, no. no. But, I mean, they didn't come out and pinpoint anything. No. I mean. You know, he doesn't even have a full cabinet. He doesn't. Why don't has half he, of them? Have quit. He's firing them. <laughs> they yeah, quit. I, know it. I mean, so this is this is perfect. So when he has a cabinet meeting, yeah. There's not. There's. There's hardly a quorum. I mean, he can pretty much say and do what he wants to. Have you seen those uh, meetings when they have them on TV? They all look scared to death to say anything. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which is fine with me. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, we needed a big shakeup in government. We got it. Whether or not he's going to be elected again or not, who knows? Well, chances are he will because the Democrats have so many candidates. Yeah, well, that's true. And and now they've got the first openly gay city mayor candidate. Mm-hmm. So I mean, it's it's just going to be like shooting fish in a tank. I mean, they're just there's so many of them. And then like a week ago, uh, Pelosi, 
yeah. uh, was being interviewed on 60 Minutes. I don't know if you saw it or not. And said They interviewed her and said, um, well, that progressive wing of the Democratic <laughs> Party. And she piped in and said, well, that's about five people. And she said, no, 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 I don't think you're right. I mean, the, the, the media, I think it's Leslie Stahl, somebody, no, she wanted it to be. It's a big yeah. group. Yeah. And she said, no, it's about five people. Yeah. And, and, and what the topper was where that AOC, uh, yeah. Cortez, whatever, in New York, said a glass of water with a D beside it could have won that district. <laughs> so you know I, it's interesting they're almost imploding yeah. so it'll be interesting to see what happens about well it needs to be coming soon 2020s is around the corner that's right you just so, recently announced for city I did, council yeah city council so, does that ring mean you're running for city council no What's this that? is this is hockey oh it's a hockey championship ring yeah i had i had the 1990-91 we had the we were the championship uh, hockey team in the East Coast Hockey League, and we were, as a matter of fact, in the hockey news as the highest-scoring professional hockey team in America. Wow. We averaged 7.1 goals per game in a in a game where mostly— One, one win. Yeah, one or two. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So, no, that's what that is. Well, well, what do you got? You got some stuff. Yeah, you know what? So, uh, when you die, you yeah. know you're dead because your brain keeps working. Wait, 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 wait. Back up. Say that again. You know you're dead because your brain keeps working. When I die, I will know I'm dead because my brain is still going? We know we're dead when we die because our brains keep working to make us aware of what's happening around us. That's haunting, isn't it? You're kidding me. No. So so, so let let me get this straight. I'll be laying there, you know, either on the road somewhere. Or, or in the hospital, and I die. I breathe right. my last breath. Right. I go, right. That's it. And your heart stops. And my heart stops. Okay. But I can still hear all my family around me right. saying, unless she's gone. No. <laughs> <laughs> but I can hear my family around me still yes. talking. Yes. Don't you? You've heard That's these stories nuts. about people who have cardiac arrest. And, yeah. And then they 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 have an out of body experience. Right. What they right. All it. the times so go to the light. <clears throat> right. And they also talk about what they hear and what they see in the emergency mm-hmm. room and all of yeah. that. Well, evidently, you're not officially dead until your brain stops. The heart doesn't have anything to do with it. Well, that almost to me sounds like I'm trapped inside my body. You are. I can't move or anything, but I can hear you. Right. Right. Okay. I'm going to make my my family listen to this podcast, (laughs) and I'm asking you, I'm begging you right now, at least for 10 minutes after I die, keep talking to me and say, Dad, I know you're in there and you can hear us. It's okay. You can go to the light. But we don't know how long that lasts. <laughs> oh, I'm just going to pretend it's 10 oh, minutes, it? okay? <laughs> if it's, if it's you, two weeks, we're going to be in trouble. But you know, you know, a lot of people have had this experience of consciousness. Wow. They'll, they'll say they've watched doctors and nurses working on them, destroying, having awareness of full conversations, visual things that are going on. What do you well, think? What's, what are your, what's your gut feeling? I you think, think that's so. a bunch of hooey? No, I don't. Oh, you think it's real? Yeah. I think you remember the TV show Flatlanders, or was that a movie? Uh, it was a movie, uh, Flatliners, yeah. yeah. Yeah, Flatliners. Well, they when you get resuscitated, you're not going to remember a thing, or you're not going to get resuscitated because <laughs> yeah, you're dead. Exactly. <laughs> but, Isn't that, anyway. that's, 
It's going to take me. You've really upset me now. It's going to take me a while to. <laughs> I'm going to have to take a, a, a few days to process that one because yeah. I'm not even sure how to react to that. This so. portion of the Ed and Bob Show is brought to you by <laughs> Gen- <laughs> Gentry Griffey Funeral <laughs> Chapel and Crematory. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. All right, let's see. Uh, we got to move along, Ed. We're okay. uh, moving along to your question of the day. All right, my question of the day was: Your college degree worth all the debt? Mm. Mm, boy, I got something to say about that. All right, you want to hear it now? Go ahead. I think, I think, I think the U.S. government and a lot of state governments and a lot of county governments, and um, they push kids: if you don't go to college, you're not going to develop, make it yourself into anything. Right? Okay, mm-hmm. you're not going to be anything if you don't get a college degree. Mm-hmm. And th- then colleges, you know what they went up? They went up. Yeah, and fees. absolutely. And then absolutely. all of a sudden you can get a loan. Don't worry, because you can't be anything unless you go to college, but you're going to need a loan. But don't worry about it. You may make it so much money, you'll pay it back in a few, <laughs> no few weeks. Yeah. Well, the, the, the reason why I thought of this, too, is because what's been going on with these rich people, you know, paying a fortune to get their kids into college. Oh, that's Of course, that's, that's pretty crazy. good college, as yeah. they're talking about. But according to a new survey, 42% of Americans polled said their degree and their time in college just wasn't worth all the student debt it created. Mm-hmm. 44 million borrowers owe $1.5 trillion in student debt. That may be the biggest problem facing, I don't know if it's millennials, it may be the, the even the people mm-hmm. older than that. Mm-hmm. Um, but how if, if we can somehow get those people out of debt... Well, the only way you can get it out is to forgive it, because they're going to have kids, they're going to buy houses, and but what about all those companies that gave that money? It's it's guaranteed, it's government guaranteed loans, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. So, but it's companies that loaned it that got that were told to get in the business. Don't worry about loan them the money. It's government guaranteed. Mm -hmm. Well, if we you can't they can't forgive it. Uh, I mean, well, I guess the government can do anything they want to. Well, the government can step in and pay all those things off. Yeah. But, but you yeah, know, maybe true. the government Just needs to... All come, they have to do is draw a line across the paper and it's gone. And if the government came up with a plan of paying off a certain percentage each year, then everybody just quit paying them anyway. Well... Well, uh, I think I think it's a little... I think it's lopsided myself. 20% of the people wish they'd studied harder. 25% <laughs> said they wish they'd chosen a different major. They had to do it all over again. But a yeah. whopping 88% said they do not regret going to college. That's because they had so much fun partying. Yeah, that's right. Out there drinking. (laughs) Had nothing to do with getting a degree. Exactly. You kidding me? Well, I told I told my son. Yeah. um, I was blessed enough that I could pay the college tuition for both my daughter and son. Right. However, I told my son. I said, "Listen, Joe, it would. You think about this because I'd be just happy to give you the money Mm -hmm. and you go open a business Mm -hmm. like a heat and air business or something Mm -hmm. and get started instead of doing this. Yeah. But no." He well, wanted to play those video games in college. Well, we need yeah. to do, uh, you know, we need to do one of our topics of the day about that. Let's do that in the next few months. Okay. Okay, you'll we'll do, do that. that. Yeah. All right, I got a question for the day. Uh, my question for today is, uh, April 22nd, 1864. Remember it well. Many years ago, you were in college. Yeah. Um, no. In God We Trust, yeah, getting your student yeah. loan. Yeah. In God We Trust was added to coins. Right. And with so many people now wanting God taken out of government, do you think there will be a time 
that will come where in God we trust will be taking, taken off of our money. Well, they're certainly trying to do that. Yeah, I mean. However, I guess you got, here's what I was thinking. And I kind of looked at this too, just because I saw you were going to talk about it. Yeah. But it, it, it is a motto. It's not, it's, it doesn't mean that you swear or anything else. It's just the motto of the United States. And, uh, and I like it. I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I see it on license plates too, but it, it, and, uh, Dwight Eisenhower signed a law making it the phrase of the national motto back in 1956. Mm -hmm. And all the the courts have upheld it, upheld it. Gallon coins right after the civil wars where there was a lot of, uh, religious sentiment but don't you think wasn't america founded on a freedom of religion and trusting in god yes that very thing yes now see this doesn't say which god yeah your dollar in god bill we does, trust in god we trust it doesn't say which god yeah i mean you could have another god so if it said in jesus we trust we'd be in trouble that would probably be a problem <laughs> <laughs> However, I do that. <laughs> All right, we got to move along. Tell everybody what is our topic of the day, Ed. Our topic of the day, <clears throat> for the first time ever, there are more jobs than unemployed people. And how did that happen, Bob mm, Thomas? Uh, we're going to talk about it right now, but who you got? Who are you going to talk about today? I'm going to talk about the folks out at Gentry Griffey. They've been locally owned and operated. It's a funeral home out on Broadway in Fountain City. It's been there since 1948, a beautiful location located at 5301 Fountain Road in Fountain City. It's right on top of the hill overlooking Fountain City Lake. Now, they believe in attention to every detail in planning the service that the individual or family wants, and they can customize plans to meet every unique need from a traditional service to an out-of-the-box celebration of life. At Gentry Griffey, they put families first with customized services that celebrate those personal quantities of their loved one. Now, if you've ever had to plan a service or a funeral unexpectedly, you know how difficult that can be during such a stressful and emotional time. And let's face it, we're all going to die. Whether you like it or not, it's going (laughs) to happen. So the professionals at Gentry Griffey will make this process as easy and streamlined as possible while making sure to note all wishes and exceed every expectation. Free planning can give you the peace of mind and remove those stressful decisions from your loved ones. They can just walk in and celebrate your life. Gentry Griffey operates the only on-site crematory in Knox County, assuring you that your loved one never leaves their care and allowing them to keep cremation options affordable for you. Their website, gentrygriffey.com. Simple, gentrygriffey.com has a whole lot of valuable information, including several affordable packages for you. Or then they're just a phone call away. And the ladies there are so helpful. 865-689-4481. 865-689-4481. Give them a call right away. Good people. Eric Botts out there, a great friend of uh, the show here. Mm-hmm. All right, got to move along. We're in the Ed and Bob Show. And today is time for our topic of the day. Ed, for the first time ever, first time ever in the history of of the United States. This is a big statement. There are more jobs than there are people that are unemployed. 6.7 million job openings right now, and there's only 6.4 million people that are unemployed. This is from the Bureau of Labor Statistics. What do you think? Well, I think the job market has just reached reached a place of... Um, 
unemployment rate is what, 3.8%? Yeah, it's low. But Man, it's the lowest probably. A lot of people are leaving the workforce. I mean, they are. In what way? What do you mean? They're quitting Re- working? Well, retiring. Oh, well. I, well you know, you, the baby boomers are too old to work, supposedly. Biggest part of the population in the United States is now 65 and older. That's right. Yep. So they're leaving the workforce for the, if they've saved their money and they've right. got some type of retirement plan. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I would be careful about closing the borders. <laughs> These people. We need some workers? Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Well, there are now more with more openings, and there there are more people out of work. It just doesn't make any sense. You know, the thing I saw when I researched this is, um, I think a little bit. Uh, first of all, the economy is very strong; it's going well. This is a great statement about America putting people to work, keeping jobs here. Uh, I think a lot of that that Trump's been doing. I'm sorry if you don't like Trump. I still think. He's a lot uh, to credit for this. The other side of this is something that I briefly mentioned earlier. Employers, their biggest complaint is that the the people don't have job skills to do the job. Well, yeah, that's true. So, because they've, been, they've spent four years going to college to, <laughs> to learn about how, being an English major, and they don't know how to weld, they don't know how to uh, do yeah. all these jobs that need to yeah. be done that pay very well, yeah. but they were too busy being in the fraternity and, and having a party and a good time. Now, I'm being facetious a little bit, but, but still... Um, there are a lot of people that did go on to college that had they started working instead of going to college for four years, and I know a lot of people are going to complain about this, I think they'd be doing very well right now. Well, I would suggest that parents talk to their children about when they get out of high school to take a year off and you know hike around Europe if you want to, that's fine, sure. and then come back and let's start a business and get to work. Learn a trade. Learn a trade. I think trade. I think that's the greatest thing you can do, really. You know, welders make thirty to fifty dollars an hour. That's crazy. I it mean, is, uh, I mean, they're driving right, those people driving those real fancy cars and living in those big houses. Mm-hmm. They're painters. They're welders. Plumbers. Plumbers. Plumbers are making big money. Absolutely. Heat and air are really you heat and air people. You know what they are? They're mm. computer specialists because your heat, well, your true. air runs yeah. on computers. Yeah. Okay. So I really think. Somewhere down the line, about 15 years ago, we did a disservice to a lot of young people and told them if they didn't go to college, they wouldn't they wouldn't be anything. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with going to college. You can go to college for free for two years now in well, Tennessee. Right. But anyone can. Sure. But it, it, <clears throat> I don't know if it's a disservice of us telling young people. I think it's a disservice of us telling parents well, maybe that so. their children had to go to college. Because that was the goal. Well, you may be you know, right. You, you may be you know, right. They always wanted you to learn enough to get in college. I mean, you, we want everybody needs to have the knowledge of how to uh, handle money, economy, how the economy works, things mm-hmm. like that. You can get that two years of college. And then if you want to go on to be a doctor or a lawyer, then go on to a four-year school. I want, I want everybody to have maybe two years. But you could, you could start a business, still go to two years of school after high school and then move along into a business. I just, I don't know. I just, I have a, a bad taste in my mouth from the, what I watched right. for years right. saying, if you don't go to college, you will not amount to anything. Well, and that's not true. And no, it's not true. 
So. You could actually amount to more, probably. Oh, well, there I are mean, more college graduates who are don't hey, have a dime. Well, because well, okay, I don't want to be it to death, but exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, and and I think, but I I think it's incredible that our economy is going so well that we have got more jobs available than there are people wanting the jobs. If you want a job, you can find one right now. Oh, absolutely. I saw, I you know, I saw some fast food restaurants paying $13 an hour. When we just talked about uh, an hour. Target, yeah. they were going to pay 13 an hour starting. And if, for those who don't know, $11 an hour is the minimum wage. Right. There's a lot of minimum wage jobs, which are your, your things that are not careers, like McDonald's, Burger King, or whatever, things like that. But they're paying over minimum mm-hmm. wage. That's unheard of. Mm-hmm. It's a minimum wage job. Exactly. I mean, people used to go across the street to another place for 25 cents more an hour. <laughs> and it's $2 more. So there's a competition for uh, employees. So, all right, we got to move along here. All right, Bob, coming where, up, we're, where going, are we? we're going to open the mailbox here in a few minutes. Mm, and uh, really? we've got some nice letters to talk about and also uh, get into some complaints. And I've got some complaints, and I know you do, too. We do. And you have a sponsor. I do. Halls Auto Parts. My buddy out there, Mike Berry, you know, he has been in business, Ed. You're going to love this. He was in business for 58 years. Wow. I mean, that's how long we were in radio. (laughs) (laughs) And he said, I'm going to take some time to myself. Uh, This is in Halls. The uh, Halls Auto Parts are closing. So if you have an auto parts store, mechanic, if you're a mechanic, or just the public, wheels, tools, belts, hoses, brakes, auto supplies. Mike Berry's going to hang up his uh, auto store, and you can save a lot of money. 50% on some stuff. Halls Auto Parts, 4025 Doors Circle, across from the Carm there in Halls. Just turn the pilot off Maynardville Pike, and you'll save a lot of money. Tell Mike that Bob and uh, Ed and Bob sent you. So there you go. All right. Here we go. Here we go, Ed. We've got to open up the mailbox. Here's our first letter. Okay. Deb. We won't give your last name, Deb. Yeah, this we might be will. embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. Deb from Carter. Yeah. We got a new football field from Pilot. How yeah. long will it last? You know, that's the hidden secret to all these fields. I think a lot of people, when they heard about the fields, they thought they'll last forever. They don't? A, a seven to 10 years. Really? Yeah. So if you're a good student, you can probably outlive it. But if you're a bad <laughs> student, <laughs> You may have to rip it up. Well, is that right? Just seven to ten years. Seven to ten years. And here's the deal that that I bet you don't know about this. This is this was shocking to me. Okay, artificial turf, seven to ten years. Then you got to replace it. The other thing is, well, there's two things. Let's start with the first one. Is um, okay. You're not. It's not grass. It's artificial. Whatever. But what you have to do to maintain it. After a ball game or whatever, you vacuum it, and you suck up all the little rubber pieces. Mm-hmm. You suck up the blood, the sweat. <laughs> Seriously, the blood, the sweat. The tears. The tears. Um, maybe people have lost things, you know, uh, things into the turf and whatever. They sucks it up. The, uh, that is separated from the rubber that goes back in it, rubber and sand. The rubber is sanitized. And then it's spread back out over the turf. All right. And that has to happen like every week. Every week? Yes. And the maintenance would be maybe 10 grand a season. Part two to this, 
if you remember, there was a court case not too long ago. Um, let me find it really quick. There was a young lady that was a soccer player. She was a goalie, and they say she uh, got cancer from the little rubber pieces from tires and stuff mm-hmm. that's in there in the in the artificial turf uh, from breathing it in. 2014, uh, U.S. Women's National Team goalkeeper Amy Griffin revealed to a group of athletes who had been diagnosed with cancer from prolonged contact with crumb rubber is what they call it. And that's what's in some of these fields. So that's the other side of this coin. But that's one person and there's hundreds playing on the field. So I don't know that everyone. Oh, no, no. It's just a a concern. But but there's the maintenance on it is more than you would think. So the last seven to ten years, I don't know what you do after that. Well, there's about 20 schools using artificial fields this season. Mm-hmm. And that number ballooned when the Haslam Family Foundation and Pilot Flying J announced a blockbuster $10 million gift to Knox County Schools. That was last December. Incredible gift. That donation included the fields for the school system's 13 traditional high schools and $100,000 in academic money for each school. Yeah, toward education. Yeah. That's incredible. Oh, that was fabulous. Uh, it, it's just uh, everything. You have to look at everything. There. They have to come up with a new way to maintain it. It's not just you, you go out there and, and, mm-hmm. and water it or something. Well, what's bad is that surrounding high schools in the other surrounding counties do not get part of that. Not unless you're mayor of an Alcoa. Well, <laughs> Those yeah. are colleges. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I think they recruit. And Anderson County has an artificial turf field. I think, do they? Yeah, I think the, what's, what's that law firm, Elrod or something yeah yeah i think they did that okay ogle elwood and burrell yeah yeah. wow i didn't like their commercial anyway uh, debbie you have a beautiful field there in carter and they need it because that was probably the worst field there is because it always flooded Mm -hmm. i used to play in that field many times what else you got ed well let's see we've got one more here that i picked out today okay where is it oh there it is oh eddie Oh, Eddie. Is it Fast Eddie? Yeah, this could be Fast Eddie from Loudon. (laughs) Does most carpet come from Dalton, Georgia? Got that right. Is this kind of like parsley that comes from Newmarket? No, this is true. Okay. Yeah, this is real. So what's the deal on, uh, does most carpet come from Dalton, Georgia, Ed? Yes, it's the carpet capital of the world. Are you serious? 150 carpet plants are in Dalton or around that area. Employ more than 30,000 people just in Whitfield County. You're kidding me. More than 90% of the functional carpet produced in the world today is made within a 65-mile radius of the city of Dalton, Georgia. Are you kidding me? So it's true. It is. You know how it started? No, I have no idea. This is what's amazing. What? Looking into this, this is amazing. The carpet industry down there started as a wedding gift given back in 1895 by a teenage <laughs> girl to her brother. What? She she did a she did a blanket. Yeah. And that design of that blanket, the way it was the quilt was the pattern and everything. She she sewed yeah. thick cotton yarns into a running stitch, unbleached muslin. Anyway, you don't know all about that. But. Yeah. But anyway, it, it it was interesting, and that's what. And then they started making bedspreads. You know, you've heard of chenille, yeah, not Captain and chenille, but <laughs> she- <laughs> no. In fact, the captain died. So yeah, go ahead. That's right. 
So back in the 1900s, they made the first chenille bedspread and sold yeah. it for $2.50. Well, that's the same principle of the carpet. The chenille really? bedspread, yeah, absolutely. So, so they really are the carpetal, carpet capital of the world. Yes. That's wild. Wow. Well, Eddie, there you go. There's your answer, buddy. Buddy, they are. They wow. They that stuff everywhere. Wow. Everywhere. Hey, this is Ed and Bob's show. Uh, Mr. Brantley across the hall from me here is going to tell you what our next show is going to be all about. Chernobyl. Remember that? In oh, Russia? God, do I ever, yeah. Chernobyl 1, nuclear power plant in the Ukraine. It had a meltdown in 1986. Mm-hmm. 31 people died, thousands cases of cancer. It was awful. So, you know, they're still going around everywhere. So just how safe are these plants and how safe are they in the United States? They're so probably, we'll talk about that. Okay. Right, there's, I think there's like 90 nuclear power plants in the U.S. Mm-hmm. Or more. Mm-hmm. All right, let's move along. Let's see. Um, you got a complaint. What are you going to complain about? Well, I'm going to complain about people saying that Knoxville is the safest city. It's not. Who says that? Oh, I mean, they say that's why you need to retire here. Oh, oh, so I got safe you. and everything. It's not. It's safe. A lot of retirees moving here. There are a lot of retirees. I moving know here. that, but so you don't want to tell them something that's wrong. Well, you know, when we talked about <laughs> that last time, really, the uh, crime is. Seems to be on the rise. It is. You know the safest city in Tennessee? Um, I'm guessing it's not Memphis, and it's not Nashville, and it's not Knoxville. It's not Chattanooga. Not Chattanooga. No, I know it's not Chattanooga. And I'm sorry, folks in Chattanooga that thought you were. Um, I'm guessing it is uh, Clarksville. Brentwood. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Outside Nashville? Spring Hill. Is number two. Is it really Spring yeah. Hill? Okay. And Collegedale near Chattanooga is number three. Really? Yeah. I'd never seen those stats there. Yeah. Really? That's from, I guess, well, crime report. And then, well, that's true. But one of the things you'll pick up on this is none of them are metro cities. Mm. They're all suburban-like cities. Yeah. So, you know, the metros, they don't do so well. I'd be scared to be in Memphis after 10 o'clock. Oh, yeah. I'd so. be scared to be in some parts of Knoxville after 10 o'clock. <laughs> are you kidding? I'd be scared to be at the... Tanker out in the mall someday. Oh my goodness! You, know, that was you awful. never know. That was awful. But um, you know, wow, good, good, uh, good complaint there. I got one <laughs> for you. Not a complaint. <laughs> well, whatever it was, uh, I got one for you. I'm complaining okay. about. The, I'm still complaining about it. I know okay. I cl- complained about it about 20 shows ago. I, I watched it the other day. Uh-huh. My neighbor's gardening people. Yeah, blowing all the leaves. Where do they blow them, Ed? Out in the street. Out in the middle of the street. And they hope somebody blows them away. And then the cars come by, and where do they go? Back in a yard. Yes, my yard. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, if you're if you're going to if you if you're a landscaper or if you're or if you're a, just somebody take care of the yard, blowing your leaves into the street does not solve anything. And I'm sick of seeing it. So, sorry, that's just it. How can people get in touch with us? Well, you can go online at our webpage, which is edandbob.com. Mm-hmm. Go down to the comment section and write whatever you like. Mm-hmm. Email us at edandbob at yahoo.com. Yahoo! Go on Twitter, Ed and Bob Knox, K-N-O-X, at Ed Brantley on Twitter, at Bob Thomas Knox on Twitter, and Facebook us. Go on facebook.com 
slash Ed and Bob. Did you see one of the comments from our old buddy, Commissioner Carson Daly? What did he say? He said uh, that he really enjoyed the show and that he also uh, missed us on commission. <laughs> so I bet he does. Yeah, I bet he does too. <laughs> hey, our next show, we're going to talk about <laughs> nuclear power plants. Are Woo! they safe here in the U.S.? So okay. we're going to talk about it. Ed, I enjoyed it, brother. All right, see you later. See you next time. that a kick in the head. Black. I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, quote, ain't that a hole in a boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep grinning If this is just a beginning My life is gonna be beautiful I've sunshine enough to spread it's just like the fella said Tell me quick Ain't love a kid